Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Cobra Kai. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal, we are back for another special episode. Oh, yeah. And this is a very fun episode because we get to talk about all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. So we're going to be covering potential spinoffs for Cobra Kai. Sure. Complete speculation. There's been no word from anyone about what the possibilities are. So we are daydreaming our own possibilities. Well, I agree. We've talked about this for a while, and I've always believed there could be spinoffs, there could be new movies. But what made me want to do an episode was because I read an article where the show creators teased the fact that there could be multiple spinoff ideas. And Sal, if they've put it down like that, if they talk to a reporter and put it out there in the universe, I'm telling you, Netflix is chomping at the bit. This is going to happen. I'm positive. Oh, sure. Just imagine a tree. I think of the Cobra Kai Karate Kid universe like a tree. You have all those many roots, and then you have all those many branches. It is infinite. In fact, Jason, I'm happy to say that I am bringing today a top 10 Cobra Kai spinoffs I'd like to see. <laughs> this is like the old David Letterman top 10 countdown. I like this. Oh, I love David Letterman. I'd, I would love to drop a watermelon off a building. That would be so cool. Oh, man. That was the early Letterman days. It was the best. So we'll just go through a few things. I have one quote that I have from the show creators. I'm not sure which one said it, but I have it. And I thought we could just talk a little bit and have a fun little kind of a mini episode. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm open. I'm ready. I'm willing. So this is what the show creators had to say. We've always had a set end game as to where the story's going, but we've said from the beginning that we weren't sure exactly how many seasons it'll take to get there. We found even in season one, when we were in the writer's room, we had so many ideas that just didn't fit into those five hours in the first season. So they ended up getting pushed to the next season. There are ideas we talked about in the beginning of the show that showed up in season three, or will show up in season four. And then there are ideas that just fell by the wayside. There's no added pressure to elongate the series. We're still having a blast making it, and there's still a lot more story to tell in our minds. Now, that's great. I can tell, Sal, that, yeah, they probably had a roadmap, and then it begins to get shaped and shifted, and things fall off, and I'm almost positive or I am positive, that they always had bringing back original members from the Karate Kid back into play, because them being fanboys as much as us and others. So I could see how maybe they have a roadmap of several more seasons, but as things evolve and things go and people become bigger characters like Kreese and whoever, I'm sure that they have been enticed by the idea of spinoffs. Even while the show is going on, like that's even a better time to have a spinoff happen. Well, I would imagine the way these guys work, our wonderful producers work, they probably had some private meetings with some cast members about the possibilities and potentialities of a spinoff. And imagine that. Imagine being a member of the cast and being taken aside by the producers yeah. about the possibility of a spinoff around your character. How exciting would that be? Oh my gosh, it'd be amazing. So you and I talked before we started recording about you know, spinoffs and kind of the very nature of them and yes, yes. do spinoffs revisit characters. And we'll talk a little bit about that. But as you just said that, what came to mind was The Walking Dead. Like here's a show that was hitting on all cylinders, so popular, and they started that spinoff while that show was going. And I believe one character came over. So, I mean, there's a huge franchise and while things are great, launch a new one. Well, this is 
Kind of the same thing here. Cobra Kai is one of the most popular shows on Netflix, hitting the young audience and, you know, our age, you know, who grew up with the Karate Kid. So it's multi-generational. It's got the magic formula. Why not milk a good thing? Jason, something just occurred to me as we're talking, just occurred to me. And that is if we are considering Cobra Kai a spinoff of Karate Kid, then there is already a spinoff of Cobra Kai. Do you know what that is? <laughs> no. I'm a serious here. The Cobra Kai video game. There is oh, yeah. currently a, a very popular Cobra Kai video game. It's one of those, I think what they call open world, right. where you're like different storylines. You can play different characters, put on different suits. And it's its own world that encompasses and goes beyond Cobra Kai. So I could almost say for the sake of argument, our first spinoff has already happened in the name of the Cobra Kai video game. True. And we've talked about this on earlier episodes as well. The fact that it's very rare. You pointed out Psycho did it. Psycho the movie turned into the series. But very, very rare you have a hit franchise because the second one was also very popular. The third movie, eh, whatever, but it was a trilogy, turned into a hit show. So we're already in uncommon or a rare ground. And now you've introduced this angle, which, by the way, we probably need to play the game. I've had a few fans reach out and asked us if we've played the game. So we need to play the game and cover that for sure as a side episode. Well, Jason, I, I already have enough shame because I have not seen the next Karate Kid, <laughs> nor am I a gamer and have not played the Cobra Kai video game. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Jason, I'm willing to make a deal with you and our listeners. If any of our listeners were to send us a gaming console <laughs> with the Cobra Kai video game, I promise you, I will play. And you'll do an episode. And we can do an episode all yeah. about the Cobra Kai video game. Absolutely. All right, that sounds great. That sounds great. Well, if you get one, I need one because I no longer have a PS3. I have no gaming device. But maybe there's an online version we could just, or we could just watch someone play online. You know, that's a popular thing now. So you and I could just go onto YouTube, see yes. some kids playing it and review it yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, I have seen some clips on YouTube. Yes, I have. Okay. So back to the spinoffs. So again, you have a top 10. I've only got a couple to go over, and I don't want to steal your thunder, so why don't you do your top 10 list? All right. Thank you, Jason. This is top 10 Cobra Kai spinoffs I like to see. And by the way, this could also be top 10 Cobra Kai Karate Kid spinoffs I'd like to see. Now, Jason, there's many criteria on how I came up with this list. One is my personal favorite characters and storylines. The other is, I think, actual popularity and what the fans and the audiences at large could also appreciate as well. So number 10 down to number one. And of course, number one, my absolute, I mean, if I had to put my money on it emotionally and this could actually happen, will be number one. So we're going to work our way down. Okay. Just like Letterman, like you said. Yeah, exactly. Number 10. Half of these, by the way, would be prequels. And the other would be then Extended Universe. Number 10 would be a prequel. And that is the life of Tori Ooh. leading up to her meeting Cobra Kai and her entire backstory, including her mother and about who her father is. Lots of speculation about who Tori's father is. Yeah. Number nine would be a prequel as well. A young Carmen seeing her meeting Miguel's dad and giving birth to Miguel. Now, remember, we got teased about who Miguel's dad is. Yeah, a what, bad guy. Yeah, what kind of dark stuff he was involved with. Carmen, uh, a lot of bad memories about Miguel's father. So that's like a whole possibly Scarface-style world there. And that is a young Carmen. You think she was married to Tony Mantoya? You know what? It could uh, Pablo Escobar? Who knows? <laughs> number eight. One of my favorites, but I did have to put it at number eight. Stingray. 
Where the hell is he? Uh, okay. What has he been doing? Now that is on my top three. So Raymond Stingray, played by Paul Walter Hauser. I looked him up, Sal. He's got a few more movies coming out. He's in demand. I don't know if he'd do it. But if they dedicated a show to him and it was just Stingray, hey, he might go for it. And on my top 10 list, this one would contain the most humor. I mean, Stingray was wonderful comic relief. There's lots of comedy in Cobra Kai, but Stingray was like way out there. He's next level. Oh, and very well received by the fans. So a Stingray extended universe. Lots of humor in that one. Love it. Number seven would be a prequel. Daniel, after Karate Kid 3, including him and Amanda meeting and starting a family. You know, there's these things called the lost years. I like that. That's actually a really good sound. You know, Jason, for those uh, people that read the good word of the Bible, there's these missing years. Jesus is 13, now he's 30. Where was he between 13 and 30? Well, you'd see a young Sam, you'd see her with Mr. Miyagi. Would that also come in after Karate Kid 3 because we didn't see Daniel until Cobra Kai and maybe the closing of... Mr. Miyagi's Little Trees and and that. Okay, well, now that you mention it, seven, six, and five could possibly intertwine because seven, prequel with Daniel after Karate Kid 3. Love it. Number six, a prequel, Johnny after Karate Kid 2, including (laughs) his fall from grace, including meeting Shannon Keene and early years with Robbie. Remember the picture of Robbie, uh, the soccer picture? Sure, soccer, yeah. Yeah. Where was Johnny at that moment in time? Why, he was drunk. Okay, well, let's see it. Let's see it. Number five, Samantha. Seeing her rising and fulfilling the LaRusso legacy could include flashbacks to early years with Miyagi. Yeah, fishing, hanging out with Mr. Miyagi. So those three could kind of be a little intertwined quite possibly. Right. Number four, Hawk. (laughs) Okay, don't tell anybody, Jason, but I believe my girlfriend has a crush on Hawk. I absolutely believe that. (laughs) We would finally see him spread his wings beyond the Cobra Kai dojo. And I'm sure many people can agree, other than Johnny himself... Greatest character arc, Eli to Hawk. Yeah. So we would follow his character along there. Number three, Robbie. Being Johnny's only son, we see his growth and living up to the legacy of Cobra Kai, hopefully away from John Kreese, but a storyline involving Robbie. Now, we're down to my top two. Top two. And I had to go back and forth on these two, but I believe I have them in the proper sequence. Number two would be a prequel, because this involves a character arc as well. Terry Silver. Post-Vietnam, yeah. his rise to become the made ultimate all the money. Yes. slime ball billionaire martial artist. Because you remember, in Vietnam, he's kind of a sweet guy at the end. Yep. What the hell happened to the guy? He became he's corrupted. He's in the Enos house. He has all this money. He's got servants. He's devious. Yeah, yeah. What happened? I like that. And number one, I believe you and I have touched on this before in previous Uh-oh, episodes. You're gonna, this is going to be mine. What I know <laughs> it is. We talked about this before. This would be a, indeed a prequel. Young Miyagi, yes. growing up with his father, a young Sato, a young Yukie in Okinawa, follow him through World War II all the way to the South Seas when he meets Daniel. Number one on my list of top 10 Cobra Kai Karate Kid spinoffs I'd like to see. Well done. Well done, my friend. Thank you. And you took my number one as well. <laughs> I call well, this one, Sal, Miyagi-Do. Set in Japan, Okinawa, before he was in the war. And yeah, all the early days, you could recast it beautifully. The cinematography, you're going to see such good martial arts, Sal. Learning from, well, Mr. Miyagi's father, 
the real Mr. Miyagi. I think it has to happen. That is the one that I think they could do because they could do that simultaneously and not interrupt anyone's schedule or shooting schedule or recast because you'd have to cast it all new anyway. And I think that one could happen. And it's kind of a nice little throwback out to a lot of the martial arts movies we watched as kids. In fact, when you and I did our special edition for The Karate Kid Part 2, part of our discussion was like, even if this wasn't part of the franchise, it could have been a movie. Like it could have been a martial arts movie because it had all the elements, you know? And so I feel like this show could kind of harken back to Kung Fu, the great David Carradine oh, show. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think there's a lot that could be done here with that subject matter. Yeah. Any sequel or prequel, and Cobra Kai proves this, should be able to stand on its own aside from its origins. Yeah. And definitely a young Miyagi in Okinawa, I think could possibly stand on its own aside from Cobra Kai. Because that's who's really missing from Cobra Kai. Like, it's amazing it's done this well. You go back and watch The Karate Kid, and you know who stands out in that movie, Sal. Oh, yeah. Miyagi. He's unbelievable. Absolutely. He's unbelievable. He was nominated for an Academy Award. Exactly. And for good reason. And he would continue to carry the series because it was a young Ralph Macchio, and, and he was doing amazing, and everyone was great, but Miyagi was the heavy. And now he's not in this, and you've got this hit show, so I almost feel like... If I'm the showrunner, that's what's missing. Yeah, they had that really cool flashback and that one episode where they showed how the Miyagi-Do was created and there's that side view of him, a younger Mr. Miyagi, and that's amazing. I could use more of that, but I think this series could be great. So kudos to you and me, because that would make for a wonderful, wonderful show that could have many, many seasons. Well, then, Jason, you say that I have two of your three. Yes. So then you have one that I have not touched on. (laughs) Well, this is more of a fun one. (laughs) But but I thought it was like, you know, this could be hilarious. So you want to talk about like, not the main characters, but two guys that are comics that could definitely bring a lot to a show. Well, that would be Louie and Anoush. Oh, wow. And it could be a (laughs) modern day odd couple. They live together as roommates. That is hilarious. (laughs) You caught me off guard with that one. You did. So yeah, you have Louis as the slob and he's definitely the Oscar character. And Anoush is so buttoned up and very similar to Felix from the show and the movie. So yeah, I think, hey, it's probably not going to happen, but that show (laughs) could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, especially I'm reminded of the scene when Anoush first tells Daniel and Amanda about Tom Cole's plan, and then you have Louie and Anoush there talking. Exactly. That's a great scene, and I can totally see it. Absolutely. And then when the snake comes, oh, yeah, yeah. I think Anoush jumps in Louie's arms. Yes, you know, yes. they just really banter very well. They're great comics, great on their feet. So that was funny. Now, I had another idea brewing, but I just don't know if it's going to happen because I think so much is going to unfold in season four. And we already saw his backstory in season three, but it was something with Kreese because I don't see him staying with the series forever. But here's why I mentioned this, Sal. That character is so strong, John Kreese, that if he's not part of the show, like, you know, with Johnny and Danny, how long can they be at odds with each other? It's such a strong character that he could almost demand his own show. And Martin Cove, the actor, is incredible, but anything he does on Instagram, like he is always in character. So I think this character, more than any of the others, will just continue to live on. You know what, Jason? I absolutely agree. And the only reason I didn't have John Kreese himself on my top 10 list is because we have already gotten so much Kreese. We've gone back in time yeah. to Vietnam. We've learned so much about Kreese that I thought 
unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, we wouldn't be warranted a Crease spinoff because yeah. we've already explored Crease so much. When it comes to all of my spinoffs, I think that they are storylines and backstories we have not delved into much. Believe me, as much as I love Crease as a character, I don't think it would be realistic that he would get a spinoff because we already know enough and a lot about him. Well, it's very true. That's my hesitation as well, but I don't see his character going away. I mean, he could also do like a satire of himself like he did on Koala Kai or he was on an episode of The Goldbergs in which he's a karate instructor. He could also do a funny satire show where he's a karate instructor who's just in it for the laughs and not be the hard-nosed John Kreese. I just see Martin Cove and karate instructor living together forever in some form. Now that I like as far as uh, sort of a comical slant, like we've seen on Yaa on the Koala Kai and the Goldbergs. It's the funny crease. It's the lovable crease. It's the lovable crease. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. And maybe he's not crease then. Maybe he's something else, but crease adjacent. Uh, but yeah, I definitely Uber crease. See it. <laughs> Uber crease. So yeah, so that's that. So you and I were talking about all sorts of spinoffs and I was like, oh yeah, what constitutes a spinoff? And having grown up in the, the TV sitcom heyday, I would say we had shows like Happy Days that introduced Laverne and Shirley and that became a show. You had Robin Williams come on the show and then that become Mork and Mindy and then they would come back and revisit Happy Days you know, so it's like, yeah, this feels like it's that kind of breeding ground. Let these younger actors also, Sal, grow up a little bit. Like some of your ideas are great. And as Tories and the Miguel's and the Sam's get a little bit older, who knows? I mean, the forward momentum of them, that show could just change and evolve and just become even younger. Or you follow Miguel's storyline or there's just so many ways it can go because it's just rapidly growing in front of us. Yeah, the possibilities are indeed endless. And I look forward to seeing what our showrunners have to offer. I really look forward to the next couple of years in the Cobra Kai Karate Kid universe. Absolutely. Me too. I always like to say, Sal, we're in good hands because they have always handled things the right way. Expectations are high. They meet those expectations. They bring back people. They keep things secret. The Elizabeth Shue thing. I mean, that was mind-blowing, but it also lived up to it. They didn't bring her back and it was like, oh, they should. No, they even like fixed something from the past about her disappearance and smoothed it out and made it, you know, more plausible while Allie was not in the second movie. So these guys, total respect. And I do believe there will be a Miyagi TV series at some point in time. Uh, from your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> yeah, that you're right. They have delivered. We are in good hands. That is the absolute truth. Now that they've teased Terry Silver, if we just get a Mike Barnes story, yep, I believe then it will be wrapped up with a pretty bow, and I can die happy at that point. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening, and please be sure to subscribe to Let's Talk Cobra Kai wherever you get your podcast. You can also really help us by giving the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a direct message, or post a comment on our social media, which is at Let's Talk Cobra Kai, as well as at Just Curious Media. If you're a dedicated listener of Let's Talk Cobra Kai, consider supporting the show on Patreon. This greatly benefits us on many fronts and offers you access to exclusive content and much more. We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting JustCuriousMedia.com. No mercy.